Welcome to the Invest Smarter Podcast, where you'll learn about the power of building wealth through real estate and how you can achieve financial freedom through multifamily investing. Keep in mind, if you're interested in learning more about investing in multifamily real estate, head over to our website, sastexascapital.com, and take advantage of our free report on why multifamily investing just makes sense. Now, here's our host, Simon Castillo. Hey, so I want to welcome everyone back to another special edition of the Friday Look Back. This is a special edition Black Friday uh, Look Back of the podcast. So this is an opportunity for me to share my best insights and tips into the world of real estate investing. And in particular, this, this week, I'd like to, first of all, make sure that I wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. Hopefully, everyone had a, a fantastic day yesterday. Uh, full of family and desserts and turkey and all the trimmings and really looking forward to the rest of the holiday season. And that really is kind of the the segue into what I want to talk about today. And that is uh, debt and the stigma, you know, associated with debt. One of the problems uh, that many of us have as we enter the holiday season, it's the season of giving and we all want to give to our loved ones. But you know, sometimes we overdo it and we put things on credit cards and, you know, we end up paying a lot of uh, credit card debt or increasing our credit card debt. Um, So one of the things I want to talk about is the differences between, you know, good debt and bad debt. You know, good debt has the potential to really uh, magnify your wealth uh, over time when used correctly, um, while bad debt has the potential to really you know, entrap you in a, a world of, you know, uh, not necessarily, let me rephrase that. While bad debt has the potential to entrap you in a never ending circle of uh, high interest rates, um, you know, minimal payments going towards high interest uh, costs, and then never being able to really ever repay that, uh, that principle. So, you know, I'll throw this number out uh, to you. You know, 70% of uh, the American economy is based on consumer spending. And I'm probably not going to get this quote right, but I, I think it goes something like this. Spending money that you don't have, buying things that you don't need to impress people that you don't like. When we max out credit cards, we then end up spending the rest of our lives paying, you know, 22% plus interest rates on credit card debt uh, on something that costs us, you know, a couple hundred dollars. That's not how to use debt. Now, you know, for me, you know, personally growing up, I know my parents were debt set against having debt. They wanted to pay everything with cash. Uh, They tried to pay off their house as quickly as possible. There was a, a notion in my household that debt was pretty much evil. So there are ways to use debt, though. Um, and that's what I want to talk about today. Is, um, so there's there's bad debt, and we talked a little bit about that already. Gave you the example of, of of credit cards. That's not how we use debt, but that is how a majority of the people use it. So when used properly, debt can be a tool that makes you wealthier faster than if you didn't use debt. But the question that I get often isn't debt risky. Well, what I tell people is. Debt itself isn't risky, and even investing in real estate itself isn't risky, but the people that are using the debt can be risky. 
when you use debt the right way, it can lead to what I call compounding assets. So that the traditional 40-year plan of saving and compounding interest in a savings account that has been taught to us by our parents and grandparents can really be collapsed into a five or six year period when using and leveraging debt the right way. So what do I mean by leveraging debt? So that's the easiest example that I can provide is it's taking a small portion of your own resources, namely cash, to acquire a large portion of someone else's assets, namely real estate. So that the borrower then controls fully the asset and gains full benefits of the asset without having to have used all of their own cash to purchase that asset. Yet all of the benefits remain. So you still get the revenue, depreciation, appreciation, and the use of the asset. Not to mention that over time, the amortization of the debt increases your ownership in the asset, often while someone else is making the debt payments. So currently in the high inflationary period that we're in right now, you know, 40 year highs for inflation, it makes the debt that you take out today easier to manage in the future. And that's because your income will continue to grow over time, but your debt remains fixed. And the wealthy understand this. So let me talk a little bit about this. So that our currency due to inflation is a depreciating asset. So what the wealthy do is they borrow the depreciating asset to buy the appreciating assets. So what are some assets to consider? So I would, I would strongly recommend for you to consider these three assets to invest in. And first of all, always invest in yourself. Make yourself better. Invest in education, training, increasing your network. You know, whatever it takes to invest in yourself, make yourself better. Invest in your business. Improve the revenue and profitability of your business. And invest in real estate. Look for opportunities for the average person to create wealth for themselves by leveraging debt to invest in income-producing assets. Use debt to create income, and then use that income to pay off the debt. Take advantage of the tax benefits associated with investing in real estate and, and leveraging debt to then be able to keep more of what you earn. Now, let me, let me give you kind of a really simplistic example of what I mean by using debt the right way. This is a really hypothetical example, and I'm just gonna use round numbers just to, to, to make it simple. But assume that you're able to find a, a house that you can purchase as an investment property. Um, it's an $80,000 purchase. Um, after repairs, uh, the estimated market value of the house is say about $100,000. Uh, but you're purchasing it for $80,000. You're putting 20% down. That's uh, roughly $16,000 as a down payment. You take out the rest in the bank loan, so $64,000 in, in debt. Your monthly payment is right around $340 to $350 or so. Now, in this example, you have used $16,000 of a depreciating asset of yours to buy an appreciating asset in the real estate, the investment property that you, that you purchased. Now for $16,000, you control a $100,000 asset. You have the right to 
the revenue that that asset produces, the appreciation from that asset, the depreciation, as well as the preservation of wealth that that asset will provide you with. So not only will that asset, that real estate asset, build wealth for you, but it also acts as a tool to help preserve your wealth. And the reason for that is because it is an appreciating asset and the income it produces, along with all of the other benefits, help as to provide you with a hedge against inflation and also provide you with diversification from the, your other potential investments that you may have in the financial markets or um, other investments. So again, that's, that's a, a very simplistic look at how the power of using debt the right way can work in your favor and help you to build wealth. Now, if you focus on how this has worked for the wealthy over you know, decades and decades, the more good debt that you can have, the wealthier you can be, the wealthier that you are, the more debt that you can take on. It becomes a cycle. And it may seem slow, especially when you're starting off, but it can really snowball quickly. So now we know what good debt is. We know why we should use it to create wealth. We know where to leverage debt first. So, and, and we know about how it works. So when should you use it? So when you can borrow a depreciating asset to purchase an income producing appreciating asset, then that debt creates its speed and the faster that you, can, that you can grow your wealth. Now, debt, on the other hand, can also magnify losses. It's not without risk. And, and I'll be the first to tell you that um, when you are leveraged, it can also magnify your, your losses as well as your gains. It can go both ways. But one important thing to remember and to consider is that it's not always a debt that's risky. It's not the real estate that's risky. It's the people that are risky. It's the contractors that are risky. And it's the property managers that are risky. It's the investors that are risky. People will advise you to avoid debt altogether, pay cash. I know that's, that's how I was brought up to think uh, by my parents and grandparents. But this advice will significantly limit the amount of wealth that you will be able to build and extend the amount of time it will take you to build that wealth. Avoiding debt may keep you completely safe, but it will increase your struggles to build wealth. So here are four things that you can do to build wealth safely. First, invest in your own financial education. Two, be competent in the management of your asset. Three, stay involved. And number four, have an understanding of financial analysis, of basic financial analysis, so that you can buy properties that will produce enough income to cover the debt and you can analyze these properties in advance of your investment into them. So as you think about these things, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. And we'll talk again next week. Thanks again for listening to the Invest Smarter podcast, the show that educates you so that you can take control of your financial future. Be sure to rate the show five stars and leave us a review. Make sure that you're subscribed so that you automatically receive the newest edition of the podcast when it's released. So what'd you think? If you're interested in learning more about investing in multifamily real estate and taking control of your financial future, head over to our website, sastexascapital.com and take advantage of our free report on why multifamily investing just makes sense.
and be sure to sign up for our mailing list to receive exclusive investment opportunities straight to your inbox. It's time to invest smarter. That's sastexascapital.com.